0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Band, means yes. Welcome back. Another impromptu live episode of Unfiltered right here, right now. Officially, this will go down as number 176. We do a little roundup on a Monday of the World Baseball Classic. And always classic, our unfiltered band. A thank you. And thank you for jumping on board the unfiltered revolution. Easy to do so. If you're already on the Twitter side, at Casey Stern, to do that, you could jump into the bio. Hit up on the YouTube channel. Get all the videos, all the conversations, all the interviews, all the rants, all the... Uh, Pomp and Circumstance, if you will, over there. Like, subscribe, comment along the way. And, of course, where most of you are, which will be belated, and that is, of course, over on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere where you get your podcasts. Got a lot to get to today. You could jump in the chat live, or uh, if you get it belated, you can uh, do uh, it via the reply in Twitter or comment on YouTube. And I'll get back to you in both of those uh, vehicles as well. As always, we are here presented by our good friends at bet online, bet online remains your number one source for your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball, UFC MMA and more. You'll always get the latest odds team matchup info, player news and game trends over at bet online, live betting options, free contests, live scores, almost any game, any sport imaginable. Bet online truly is the fastest and easiest way. Bid all your favorite leagues and events, Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus. With your first deposit, make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your reward. It's betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag where the game starts as we get started here. A lot I want to hit on. Don't know how long this will be, but I want to do some real talk on the WBC. And a lot of it, a majority of this is good. I got to start here, though. And I posted. A brief video last night on this, but I, I I gotta just revisit this again. just get out of the way. Pull the band aid off. the amount of people that are baseball diehard fans that had to wake up this morning on the East Coast and go check the score. and I'm sure we're stunned that the u s. lost eleven to five, and I'll get to that. the amount of people that had to get up and check and go into their phone. And going to their iPad, because we ain't called 976-1313 anymore. And, in fact, I remember that number from the 80s. is crazy. For those of you who are old enough, to, used to have to dial the phones in the day and age where you would have to wait. And I remember I was trying to get the score for, like, uh, teams that I rooted for, like, St. John's on the college basketball side with, like, Chris Mullen and Mark Jackson. And I got to wait all the way Appalachian State, Boise State. And Ball State, which would be before that, because Alphabet I got. Don't worry, I got that unlocked. lock. But you get the point. The amount of people that to wake up last night or this morning and check the score, because this game started at 10 minutes after 10 o'clock at night on the East Coast on a Sunday, and will do so again today on a Monday, and I believe the next game after that for the U.S. is on Wednesday, is a complete and utter shame. I'd say joke, but it's not very funny. It's a shame. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. Unlike maybe if you turned on and you looked at the U.S. losing 11-5 to and said, wow, I was shocked by that. You're not shocked by this. And why? Because we are all fans of Major League Baseball. So you are not shocked by this. Because in 2017, the championship game was on at 9 o'clock at MLB Network while an Empire rerun was running on Fox. You are not shocked by this. But to be sitting here six years later and to still not understand that you are losing an audience that you could gain. And I said gain. I didn't say keep. Baseball fans are going to watch baseball. College basketball fans are going to watch college basketball. But in the NCAA tournament, March Madness, and I didn't learn this by covering it. I learned it by watching it. When it comes to March Madness, how many of you and you and you and you who are watching or listening to this right now are going to be involved in pools and brackets, and you went to some small D3 school, you don't even know if they got a college basketball team, you don't care, you don't understand any of the teams that are playing or what the seeds even mean, but somebody said, hey, 10 bucks at the office, you could win 500, and you said, I'm all up in that. I said gain, not keep. Baseball fans are going to watch baseball. Baseball fans will watch the World Baseball Classic. Baseball fans will go drive by to a local school and watch an extra game when their kid's not playing because they're baseball fans. But I said gain, not keep. You got a chance to gain fans, and you cannot gain them On FS1 at 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. The only people you're gaining there are people with insomnia. You can't gain anyone. Now, you can keep, but you cannot gain. The idea of building a sport is to gain. It's to add. This is not rocket science. And this is where baseball fails. The pitch clock. Not getting into that here. I've done that before. So far, it's been brilliant. I think it worked very effectively. Right. But the idea of why that is important is because there's a chance that when somebody lays eyes on the game, that's not a diehard fan. You may gain that fan by that pace being quicker, by it not having as much downtime in between the margins. The diehard fan is already there. That's the College Hoops fan who watched the Big East tournament, even though it's the Big Least now, and watched that before they got to the NCAA tournament in March Madness because they're not just in it for a pool. They're in it to win it all season long. That's the NFL fan who's watching not just the Red Zone channel for their fantasy players, but they're watching every game over at wherever. Your Dave and Buster's, where I was in college, and they still have champions over at Copley Square and the Marriott. For those of you, shout out to that wherever you're watching the game, okay? Doesn't matter, right? You're in it. You're in it for all of it. You're gambling on it. You're in it to win it for all the games. But you don't need to be gained. And you don't really even need to have anything done to be kept. You're locked in. Where baseball loses, it's mine and it's footing. And to me, it's grace in the marketing department, which is about a 0.0. 0. Like the baseball reference odds of the Washington Nationals, right? Or is it, is it uh, fan graphs of the Washington Nationals winning this year? I haven't looked. I'm going to guess 0.0, right? Especially being in the East is sorry. Joey Manessis, even with him, it's not moving that needle, not budging at 0.0, but you can't gain at 10 o'clock at night on the East coast. Now. The Oscars, are they really thinking, hey, a baseball fan that's locked into USA, Mexico, they might be trying to find out who got that cinematography Oscar. Are we kidding? I don't think they cared about that. At least they shouldn't. And if you're trying to get somebody to slide off of the Oscars to you at 10 o'clock at night or 11 when it's over, they can do that to regular Fox. They can't do it to FS1. Hello, not by accident. Hi, how do you do? Selection Sunday. Great games leading up. Find out who's popping bubbles, who's stealing spots, and all of that. And I love all that, right? But at the end of the day, a baseball fan would have watched, would have watched Venezuela against Puerto Rico at four o'clock in the afternoon and then watched seven o'clock USA Mexico, and there would have been no problem. Nobody would have missed any of that for the selection show. If there are alums of teams that are sitting there being picked, there's a chance, a very, very, very small chance that they would have been maybe on two TVs or watching one on their iPad or their phone because we're in 2023, not 1983. And you can do that. You don't need to worry about selection sunday you don't need to worry about my guy Seth davis and the rest of the crew my old friends at. you don't need to worry about any of that you don't gotta worry about the the title game and in, in the big ten or whatever tournament is coming down the stretch of that day because the baseball fan is gonna watch it anyway but you know what you could have done gain not kept you might have gained fans because you sit there at fox right at four o'clock in the afternoon on a sunday and I'm sitting there and I'm flipping through I don't care about college basketball. Wait, what's that? US flag? What's that? Venezuelan, Puerto Rican flag? What's that? These fans, it looks like a it looks like Michigan, Ohio State with the atmosphere. Is this the World Cup? What is this? And you're staying there cuz I don't even ski and I watch the moguls. I can't do anything symmetrically in my life and I'll watch synchronized swimming and I'm not even a good swimmer. Why? Because of this because we all have that pride, because we all are there. I'm not a figure skater. I can tell you that I was sitting there every moment through Brian Boitano, Christy Yamaguchi, and a million others. Why? Because it's the U.S. Now, that's not U.S. versus other countries. I don't care what country I say root for. You represent, right? It's the passion of that that's different. It's the passion these players are showing you is different. And to not get that in the noggin, hello, McFly, going back to the 80s and now back to the future is just dumb. There isn't a better word, okay? It's just dumb. It is dumb. Why is it on a 10 o'clock at night on a Monday? You tell me. What's the reason? What are they going to tell you is the answer? Well, you know, we got to fit uh, two games in that ballpark. Well, the other one couldn't start at four? You know, we force Colorado Rocky fans every time they're in the playoffs for them to watch a game that's on at 2.30 Eastern time, which I think math-wise is what, 12.30 back by them in the afternoon. I remember, because I remember covering a going way back machine in 2007, and I'm sitting there, and every Rocky, I'm like, man, this schedule sucks. You're like Rocky's Diamondbacks, I think it was, right? And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, Brandon Webb throwing the first pitch, and like, nobody even cares about this game. That's unfair. I get it. Those fans got to deal with it. So you're telling me we can make those fans do that, but we're worried about 19 people in Great Britain who literally had such an idea their team was playing this game that they used the font at like a .3 on their own jerseys, mind you. It is about gain, not keep. You can't gain at 10 o'clock at night. I'll leave that there on the side, point made. And the reason why I get so emotional about it is because I had somebody, and I'm sorry, this is unfiltered, not filtered. I had somebody, a long-time listener of mine, right? And I, I always used to say on XM when I would say things like this, I'd say, but you know I love you. But I had somebody acting like an idiot, like a complete moron, sorry, tweet me yesterday. And I know it is a long-time listener of my show, writing me, so I'm clearly a moron then. Um, writing me saying, saying, and I wrote this down because I want to bring it up. Nobody cares about the WBC. Let me tell you something. If you like sports, right? You love that sport. I love the sport of basketball, okay? I can go run and get into a game right now if I didn't have my kids off from school today, right? And I'd be, I'd be happier than a pig you know where. I can go watch some random dudes run up and down in the park. I love that because I love the game. If you love baseball and you're saying no one cares about WBC, first of all, you're an idiot. Second of all, you're an idiot. Because go watch the level of the the atmosphere and the entertainment and the, the mindset and that it factor that you got in the way these dudes are playing. And if you don't believe me, go watch it today and tonight. And you're in March. You can't get that from another sport outside of college basketball in March. You're not getting that feel, and my Islanders got, where are they? With that shoulder, 18 games left. You're not getting that feel tonight in the game they're playing, or tomorrow, I guess it is, against the LA Kings for two teams fighting for spots in March with 18 games to go. You're not, because they're not feeling what they were feeling in that locker room, in that clubhouse in Venezuela after that win. Go watch the videos. They're all over the internet. They're not feeling that. But you're feeling that if you're watching these games. So if you're saying nobody cares about the WBC, now, you may not care, and I don't got to force you to care. I don't got to force anybody to care. That's fine. I'm sitting here, and and God bless, nothing against it at all. You know, One of the the most reputable people and and kindest people in this industry, and my guy J.P. Morosi, nobody loves the WBC more than him. It doesn't matter if it was four years ago and some random day in the calendar. But if you're telling me right now nobody cares about the WBC today, you're not paying attention, dude. Sorry. And you're not cool. That's not like, eh, blackberries are dumb, and then you have four of them. I'm sorry. Snap bracelets can hurt you. Then you got six that say cowabunga, dude. Sorry. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Three times for effect. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Grow up, grow up, grow up. People care because it's about country. It's about pride. Yeah, people care. Of course they care. That's why I'm so ticked off that the games are on so late at night because I'm going to watch it because I'm insane. I love this sport. Of course I'm up. Yeah, I stayed up and watched the game, and I'll get to that. Of course. But that's why I get so animated because I want the people who are like, ah, baseball, I don't know. I want them to stumble into it. I'm watching the moguls. They will stay and watch this. That's why you can't have the championship game 9 o'clock at night in 2017 on MLB Network, who, by the way, do a fantastic job. But my point of that for years, and I don't want to state claim to why they changed this, but I will stake claim to yelling about this for six years, and you do your own math. If you're listening at SiriusXM, you already heard this a million times. How the hell could you have Empire reruns on Fox when I got? you can't stumble into the game? You got to go find. MLB Network, that is already baseball fans. That is that is already baseball fans. I don't watch NASCAR. You want to get me to watch it, you got to drag me there. I'm not already watching it. The only people watching MLB Network are MLB fans. That's why it had to be on other channels. There's nothing against the network. Now you did that for a day, put it on Fox. Then you took it up and on FS1. I'm sure plenty of people at 11 o'clock at night in the third inning, U.S. down 2-1 with some mama drama, sitting there on a night where they could have easily been watching that instead of something else. If they weren't into The Last of Us or whatever other show, I'm sure that they accidentally went to FS1 to find it at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, really? Let's get to the game. And this is, I want to tell you, this is not an indictment on what I'm about to say, the U.S. team. This is, I used to, and I'll go back a second, all right? I'm I'm clearly passionate about this. I'll go back a second. I used to say, well, you know what? The WBC, it's a great idea. It's never going to work. And you can't really alter anything around the season or the game, the schedule or anything in whatever year, every two years, every four years, whenever you're going to do it, right? Because yeah, of COVID, we had six. You, you can't do that because y- you just can't do that. You got all these investments, excuse me, in time and money and teams and payrolls. In the actual season, you can't do it, right? You can't do it in the middle of the year. Everyone's always like, how are you going to do it in the middle of the season? Because the owners are obsessed with getting their money. We all know that. We saw the CBA. You go try telling them, don't worry, we'll play 154 games this season instead. So Puerto Rico could go play Colombia. Go tell them that. And I'm not saying that making a joke because I wouldn't watch it. You go tell an owner that of one of the 30 teams. Good luck. Okay? They're not going to do that. They're not taking any of the gates off. They're not taking any of the regional money. They're not taking any of the money that they get off of any game. They're going to play 162. So you can't do that. Because what you can do is you could try and do kind of a combine of what the NHL does and do it differently a little bit. You do it in the middle of the season, a middle of the season, and you could sit there for a week or two, and instead of the All-Star game, because all your All-Stars for the most part are going to be there, you could shut the game down for two weeks, and in whatever the All-Star stadium was going to be, even in one park, do a tournament. And it would be amazing. It would be amazing. Did I say that again? It would be amazing. In July, everybody watching. And then you can have, watch people knock me, real cities. Sorry, and I'm not talking about Miami. But I am talking about Phoenix. All right? I was there in 2007 when Brandon Webb, in that game I just referenced, let's circle back to that, and on the screen with three, two, two outs in the first inning, they had to tell people to stand up. That crowd was crazy yesterday, right? It was crazy. But what if you did all these games in Miami? How would it be then? What if you had some games in New York? What if you had games at Fenway Park? What if you had games at Wrigley Field? What if you had games in St. Louis, in baseball-dominated cities? Then what would happen? It would be nuts. And you could do all sorts of different things, but you're probably going to have to cut the season down to 154 games every some odd years. Good luck with that. Now, I could sell you on here's the way. You could give revenue share with some of the teams, let the league make some of the money, pass it back. It's not going to happen that way. Here's why you want that to happen because what happened yesterday, I'm not saying Mexico can't beat the U.S. I'm not because anybody could beat anybody. All right. We know that. But you are in a situation where it's like Little League the guy has to play this many innings, and everybody's got to play shortstop, and everybody got to play left field. And it's all that. Now, look, I love Tim Anderson. No one loves Tim Anderson more than probably his family and maybe some other people. But you get the point. Love, love TA7. Love him. Love what he is for the game. And he got a hit yesterday. At least one. Right? Love the dude. Trey Turner should be playing every day. All right? I don't care what the hell is happening. Trey Turner should be playing every day. That's it. I'm sorry. He's at that level where he should be playing every game. That's it. Right? But he can't. Because you go back to, and I don't remember, was it my guy Buck or was it Davey Johnson? I don't remember who was the manager at the time. But go back to the initial or one of the first couple of WBcs, and you got Jimmy Rollins, who's two for two. And this is not like a, you know, I'm I'm trying to, you know, pump up my guy J. Roll. This is just reality. It's not an anti-Jeter thing either. But Jimmy Rollins was red hot right during the MVP heyday. He was two for two, I think, to start a game, and then they put Jeter in because he's Derek Jeter, and because it's spring training, and you got to get your at bats. Well, I don't care about who gets at bats. You can't tell me, and I wrote this down, if I hear one more time that this is the dream team, I'm going to lose my bleeping mind. I I mean, I'm literally, I know I'm angry. I'm spitting everywhere in this unfiltered studio. If you are going to use dream team, first of all, no one should ever use that after what happened and how dominant, and amazing that team was with Jordan and Magic and Larry Bird and Barkley and David Robinson, and I'm not going to name the whole team, and all those guys, and Christian Leighton, right? Not going to do that. I guess the Bobby Wood Jr. is the Christian Leighton of the team, right? Not going to do that, and no offense to him. I'm just saying. But I don't want to hear about dream team when, and please understand, here we go back to nobody a bigger fan of than, I love Adam Wainwright. I love everything Adam Wainwright is about. I love Adam Wainwright's career. I love the fact that people thought Adam Wainwright was done years ago. And I'm sitting there at Turner and we're doing this series where they, um, was it Atlanta? They gave up, or was it Washington, I guess. They gave up 10 runs in like the first inning and they were done. And he comes in down seven and is pitching like it's game seven. Cause that's who he is. And people thought his career was done. He's coming back and he's having brilliant seasons cause that's who he is and with 100-plus pitches in the seventh inning, which we don't see anymore anyway, but he's one of those dudes, like a real ace, that you hand the ball, he finding a way to get a guy out. I love Adam Wainwright. You can't tell me Dream Team, and Adam Wainwright at this age is your ace. You can't tell me Dream Team, and Nick Martinez, who was great out of a pen a year ago, is starting game two. You can't tell me you're a Dream Team, and I remember doing an interview when nobody even knew who Singer really was, with him and Brad Keller, when they were on their way getting groceries at spring training, live on Sirius XM for anybody who used to listen to that show, Inside Pitch, going back now, it must have been five years ago. And he's a great kid, great kid, great future. You can't tell me dream team, and you got to keep him in for extra pitches. I'm not blaming Mark DeRosa. I'm blaming the whole thing. Because of the time you're doing it, what's more important and how it's being played. But you're not going to get that feel from guys who aren't big leaguers. You're not going to get that feel from electricians in the Czech Republic. You're not going to get that feel out of a Vance Worley who hasn't pitched in the league in years. You're not going to get that feel out of even a Sandoval who gets to strike out his teammate Mike Trout and say, Hey, here I am and we're as good as you. Because you're the U.S. and you're supposed to be the standard and you don't want it as badly as those other teams because intrinsically you just can't want it as badly as those other teams. You just can't. But now the rules are putting you in a spot where I don't got Clayton Kershaw, I don't got Justin Verlander, I don't got Max Scherzer, and I can name a hundred other dudes. I don't got any of them. I don't have any of them. That's a problem. I don't want to hear dream team anyway, but I definitely can't be here at dream team. If I got Wayno at this age and Nick Martinez starting game one and two, no, sorry. Can't hear it. That's just reality. And again, nothing against either of those guys or against Mark DeRosa at all. Or Tony Regan's because I understand. And by the way, look, he's not even a pitcher, but I remember Brandon Nimmo just yesterday saying, I want to go win a World Series. Of course, I'm sure he'd love to represent Team USA, but Mike Trout said that years ago. Maybe now guys like Nimmo, I'm not comparing the two players, will now change their mind. You guys like Arenado and Goldschmidt saying what an unbelievable atmosphere and what it, what, it, what an honor it was to wear those threads. And all of that is real. And the thing is real, but I think they should try and find a way to make it a bigger deal. I'm watching these games, and I'm watching Shohei Otani, and I'm watching... The, the atmosphere with and teams like Great Britain, again, forget the uniform for a second and the jersey because, my God, you got cre- you got people doing create a wrestler in WWE 2K23 who could done a better job in like 17 seconds. All right. They got guys with a guy for the bird beak for a head like my son does upstairs for some ungodly reason getting in the ring. And I can make him make a better jersey than that in about 12 minutes. But these teams and the passion and everything that this is doing to grow the sport, we should be altering it to do something about it. We should. But it's it's almost unfair because you cannot tell me, and this is not some cop-out for the Dominican Republic or for the U.S. or for anybody. This is just reality that you don't have all the guys. You can't keep them in the game. You got to sit there and worry about, again, somebody picking their nose in left field, I got to go switch them. No defense going back to the Tim Anderson thing. Trey Turner playing every inning. I'm sorry. He's not on the list of guys getting taken out. Just not. He's playing every game. And and Tim Anderson made a beautiful play in the all oh, that's great. And I'm sorry. This is not about favors or favorites. It's about but to the other countries, go look at the way they play. They're playing out there like it's life or death. You got Gene Segura. If you didn't see it, go watch the video. A dude I love. You got Gene Segura saying that he was just in the World Series and he thinks this is way more important. That's not a knock on the Phillies. That is how inspired these guys are wearing their countries and their colors. And to show that kind of baseball, we should be growing that kind of baseball. We should be gaining, not keeping with that kind of baseball. We should be giving, not taking away with that kind of baseball. And we absolutely should be finding a way to do it at a better time or in a better way. Finding some way. How, nothing's perfect. It's not. It's not perfect. No. But you got to find a little bit of a better way than hamstringing these guys when they're not ready, when they're in the midst of them trying to kind of get ready, and the team's got all these rules. These managers got everybody got seven, 17 pages of you're allowed to do this, and you can't do that, and you got a pitching coach who could be you know, texting you and, and drunk dialing you the second that you do anything wrong. You can't have that. Can't have that just can't this comes in from Alexander he said dude watching Chinese Taipei a country who didn't make it out of group and their fan base going crazy made the WBC a real thing to me look it's real the passion is real this is fun it's 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 entertaining and it's baseball when you could have on Saturday right yeah and Sunday right and still look the first four and I covered it and did it for three years. It's great. Not starting with till Wednesday, usually Wednesday, was it Tuesday, Wednesday, or it's Wednesday night, whenever it is, right? You got time. It's all you. You're the only sport. You could monopolize everyone. USA Canada should be on everywhere. But it won't be. That's a problem. It's not about keep, it's about gain. But this baseball, this brand of baseball, it's beautiful. It's fun, it's entertaining. Yeah, I stayed up. And by the way, this idea that like you know, this was the other thing I love about baseball, right? People like not nobody cares about the World Baseball Classic. And then I saw because of course like, I got Mets stuff come across my timeline all the time. I saw well, yeah, the the moment's too big for Jeff McNeil who went over two, or like you know, this guy got to be out of the lineup or that guy got to be out of the lineup. These guys are in spring training mode, excuse or not, they just are. And what was Goldschmidt one for thirteen? I think his first time around. They got to jump into Game 7 mode, and they're feeling the pressure. There's no pressure on, on and it's no offense at all. It's just reality. No pressure on Colombia. No pressure on Canada. Not for this. There is for hockey. Not for this. Not for this. They're supposed to be playing with the U.S. You know, there's no house money for the U.S. or for the Dominican Republic. They're supposed to be in it to win it. So when you get thrust from like, hey, you're kind of hanging out, really just trying to play three innings, go change early and go get out to your golf game, which is what life is in Florida or in Scottsdale. And I covered it for 20 years. That's what it is. That's what it is for those guys. Get their body ready, sure. But once if they're if they're at the level of these guys, they're not fighting for jobs. They give you all the stuff they want. Their attitude is get their body ready, not get hurt, and be ready for opening day when it counts. Well, you got to jump into game seven when it counts, boom, right off the bat. And that's not easy. And it's going to make it that there are going to be upsets. It's going to make it, by the way, where this isn't four out of seven. USA playing in Mexico in a series, in a seven-game series. And there's no guarantee of that either. I get it. They feel much more comfortable but you don't have that luxury because everybody's squeezing everything in to not affect the baseball season. We don't want guys to get injured. We don't want this. We don't want that. You go tell me. You go watch the atmosphere. In that crowd of Miami yesterday, you go watch the guys were playing, watching the playing for Venezuela, and you go tell me it they look like they were willing to give limbs to go win that game. And you go tell me the world baseball classic doesn't matter. It does matter. People do care. But you have to use it to gain fans. You have to use it to spread the culture of this great sport. And that is where, that is where right now, not in the baseball, that the world baseball classic is showing its failures and its weaknesses. Right there. You could show ours, strengths, whatever you want. Bring them to us. Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. Twitter at Casey Stern. Bio to get to the YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, buy or sell all our topics. We want to hear you get involved. Like all the videos, we'll continue. That is episode 176 in the books, as always. Unfiltered. Live or not. Brought to you by good friends at Online. Thank you for listening to Believe.